Phil was worried that um, when we decided on the topics for this, that it was going to be all the 90s uh, Ukiah in-jokes and references and whatnot. So I just want to get it out of the way really quick. Um, the crappy, the Carter, secret drinking spot number two. Oh, the um, the uh, um, uh, uh, the, uh, the purple going, the you, the um. I mean, are we really going to do this because this could go on forever? Let's just try to like explain if it should come up. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, try yeah. To, okay. Try to keep it sort of like a universal terminology. But yeah, I mean, obviously, especially with mini trucks. Spoiler alert, y'all. Spoiler uh, alert. Uh, let's actually let's stop this. We'll start the podcast and then we'll get into it. Wait, do mini trucks have spoilers or do they have something else in the back? Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find the link in the show notes. So, Phil, we've known each other since high school, uh, once while cruising State Street. If I recall correctly, we were turning around at Jaeger and Kirk, about to head north. No, no, no. We were already at the north end of town, taking a quick detour through the Taco Bell drive-thru before heading south again. Anyway, in front of us in line was a dope-ass Nissan 720 with a hella proper custom paint job and some crazy... Crazy dope rims. Also, airbrushed on the back of the windshield of it was a rank list of everything. We memorized the list, of course, but just then they cranked up the bass on Dope Man. I was like, damn. And it shook the ride so hard. That bass is bumping. That it shattered the back windshield and destroyed the list. The bass was also so bumping that it rattled the list from our brains as well. So we can only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 242 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. 48 hours, that's the movie, not the unit of time, for two days. And kids and restaurants are in the middle of the list. So yeah, if you want to take a look at the complete list, go to everydamthing.net. You can find a link for that in the show notes. Now, I'm excited today, uh, Jake. I, usually, this is when I would tell you that I'm rededicating myself. I'm going to take the show more seriously. I'm not going to, I'm going to prepare better. But today we have. I'm, I didn't. I'm not doing that right now because I'm yeah. welcoming our guest. A guest we have. I'm very yes. excited. I haven't so, talked to him in a while. Um, this guy's probably best known for being the person that created this podcast theme music. That's right. Oh yeah, it's Jade Puget. That's right. World class guitarist from AFI, from Black Audio, musician, etc. Yeah, man of letters. What's up, guys? That's right. Friend of the show. College graduate. <laughs> Menace- college graduate. Menacino college graduate. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. I got my AA. So we're going to get to these topics. We're going to rank three things today, and we got to get through them. So, uh, yeah, the first one, um, this was Jade's suggestion, and it's mini trucks. So a mini truck, what is it exactly? So here's the thing. Like, I just, I didn't really put too much thought on this. I was just like, I thought about maybe talking about Hella because I have strong feelings about the word Hella. But then I thought, well, mini trucks, that's like also such a ubiquitous part of probably our, you know, late 80s life in Ukiah. And I thought this was something that everyone knew about. Everyone's town had this culture, but I think it's actually yeah. a pretty specific thing. Um, I, I, did, I think it existed I, in, in the Central Valley as well. Yeah, I mean, but really it was very prevalent in Ukiah. And yeah. obviously it's a slammed small, a mini truck, if you will. Yeah, you know, It's probably mm-hmm. got rims, could have some other accoutrement, could have, you know, some... Like you said in your intro, some maybe some paint on the back window, as we know. What I remember is a Bad Boy Club sticker on the back. That definitely wouldn't be remiss. Uh, bad now, Boy I, I sticker. Don't, I don't know about the Bad Boys Club and how you get in. Like this, I got to tell you something about how I live. I don't know how you'd even get into the Bad Boys Club. You know what I mean? Just got, you got to buy the sticker. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I know, it's a sticker-based like, club. <laughs> okay, so so it's like because I used to see that and I'd be intimidated. I'd be like, well, I, surely I couldn't be in that anyway. You know, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a good boy. And history has demonstrated that you couldn't. Yeah, yeah here, you never got the sticker. Here's yeah. the thing, too, is like, Phil, I'm actually curious to hear your take on mini trucks because, you know, 
I don't think you really have the same white trash bona fides that Fritch and I do. You know, the white You'd trash credentials. You'd be surprised. It's like you grew up on the good side of Dora, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And for people would, that don't know, the city of Ukiah geography, Dora is, you know, that would be like living on the tree streets in Beverly Hills. It's like, you know, you're living in the, the nice part of town. Whereas <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I, I couldn't crazy. see Phil stepping foot in the meadows. I don't see him coming to Empire Gardens after dark. I mean, certainly. You know I went to Nokomis, right, Jade? Oh, you went to Nakomas. So yeah, yeah so yeah, you're yeah. like a, a real Dora head over here. So, yeah. but like, you know, you, you wouldn't go down by Frank Zeke. I mean, you know better than to cross over. Oh, well, you know, territory. like like at certain times of day. Yeah. Yeah. Or or we not should, without so, somebody so, to vouch for me. Yeah. So it sounds like we, we did get clarification here because when it comes to Rankin, we're going to want to know we're not talking. We're talking about specifically the custom car mini trucks. We're not talking about every like the non-customized, you know, some fucking dots that somebody got. That's not it's a, it's a particular kind of small customized truck. Yeah. And, and it's a kind of yeah. truck that's not popular nowadays. For example, I was looking at thinking about it now because when I look around and see trucks now, I live in like a, a, in an adjacent county right now. So to, to Mendocino County, and I never see trucks of that size anymore. And when I do, I yeah. think, oh, that's, that looks useful. Like I could have a truck like that. I feel like it would be it would be useful for me in my life to have a mini truck. But there's kind of a stigma to it. I think like, no, I'm not a, in the bad boy club, so I can't do I that. I don't think they make trucks that size. You know, there's slammed customized trucks, of course, but they're full-size trucks. You don't see the mini truck. Um, yeah. I was doing air quotes yeah. for people that can't that didn't see it. But, <laughs> you know, like I don't think they make them anymore. And that was like a very specific point in time. Or if they do, they're in another country. They're not – they don't They don't have them really domestically. And and I think people are still customizing mini trucks, but the ones they're customizing are from the, the 90s. Pretty or, much all vehicles are pretty are on swole nowadays. Like every time you see a car or a yeah. truck nowadays, it's about like maybe 30% bigger than it would have been, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Well, There's just kind of like a, a, a an inflation going on of, of vehicles as if someone's uh, puffing on them. Well, let me ask this. Of the three of us, have we all ridden in a mini truck? I oh, wrote, I certainly have. I rode in a sure. mini truck. Yeah, I was I yeah. was uh, a kid, and it was like yeah. some guy's older brother had a mini truck or something, and I was in the back, and there was extremely loud bass. Um, I yeah. want to say it was two live crew playing. I got I got to admit, it was rare that I got to ride in the front of a mini truck, but I, I rode in the back of yeah, many you, mini trucks. You're the the back is more for you. Pond's good for you. <laughs> like I can definitely see you in the back of a mini truck. You're not like a really a front cab kind of guy, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> I mean. That's another thing. Well, there's that's, only so much space up there, especially if you have a speaker yeah. like in between the two front seats as this, well as behind the, the seats. This is the thing. Another crucial aspect of the mini truck is the sound system. I mean, you got to have the big bass in the mini truck or else yeah. what's the point, you know, because if you're yeah. bumping down State Street, if you're – you remember like the old Taco Bell on State Street, that was where the mini trucks hung out in the 80s when yeah. it used to they be They would down, turn around there. Yeah, well, they would also hang out in the parking lot. That was like the spot. And it was kind of scary to be like a young scrub like ourselves and to try to yeah. enter that area because that was like where it went down. That's where the shit happened. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It kind of ruled for me because I lived right there. I lived like a block from there. I could see it from my front window. Oh, see, I was it's pretty it, cool. I, I, had, I had like a wooded area and like a gated community <laughs> where I lived. But yeah. I would hear tell of that side of town, of course. I mean, like when you were taking the copter over to uh, Deerwood Country Club, you probably, you know, you saw yes, them exactly. far below you through the binoculars, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't live that life necessarily, but. You know, no, I, I wasn't about we, that life. So, like, I would just I would hear about it in whispered and hushed tones. We would talk about that kind of thing. You know, hey, the the Taco Bell parking lot. That's where the that's where people are cruising in those mini trucks. You know, with that that booming bass, it puts you in a spell. I mentioned earlier that I'm a graduate of Mendocino College. You know, proud. Oh yeah, graduate. Um, I would. Were get, the Eagles? 
I'm one too, but were there some kind of eagles were, or something, or some of a yeah, red-tailed hawk? Perhaps? Yeah, they were the eagles because the the okay. eagles' nest was the you know the lounge there. But I oh, yeah. I would get rides to school in Jason Burns's cobalt blue mini truck, you know, from the trailer park I lived in the meadows, and we would usually stop by the rancheria and pick up the crew. You know, they would be in the right. back. Sometimes I'd be in the back. Sometimes they'd be in the front. Depended. But if it was like in the morning and it was like. 20 degrees out, it would suck. Yeah. Paper boy would be booming out of the 40 inch subwoofer. Yeah. Oh, you hear Diddy. Hell yeah. Diddy would have to be would have to be playing. <laughs> and I have like fond memories of mini trucks just from that, just from like getting right to school in that mini truck. I think a mini truck would be useful to have, like, and it's probably like a, a more efficient mm. truck. You know, in terms of like what you actually use a truck for most of the time, you don't need a full well, size truck. If, so if, we're, I, if we're talking about the customized ones. Which I think this is what we're mainly ranking here. It, they're not especially useful because they're usually really low to the ground. Yeah, as long as you don't go over any speed bumps, they'd be fine, yeah. I guess. Or, yeah, or go yeah, anywhere yeah. that's or not like completely flat, road, although... a well-laid concrete. I mean, other than yeah. that, you know, you probably wouldn't want to drive one. But They also frequently don't have the tailgate on the truck. Oh, they make – well, you can't tell if it's a Toyota purposes. because it just says yo, right? Yeah, or toy. Often they don't have them like because they look smoother that way, which totally makes the, the bed of the truck. Without the tailgate, it's like – Pretty much useless, kind of making the whole truck useless, except for for aesthetic purposes. I just think it's. Did a... Jason Burns's truck have a tailgate on it? It did. It was like a pretty sad version of the mini truck. You know, yeah. it was like he might have had the things on the um, windshield wipers. You know, the little doodads on there. Yeah. But he, you know, the rims They're... were probably you know the the eighty dollar models. You know, he didn't have the inkies. He didn't have the five stars. You know, he had some weak rims on there. The, Sitting the... on some bullshit, if you will. There were a lot of ones that were quite sad. Probably the majority that we we saw. Uh, on a daily basis or a weekly basis up there were pretty sad, I think, especially compared to what was happening so, elsewhere. But there were also some pretty rad ones. When you saw a good one, it was it, it stood out. So this was I not was a saying. nationwide trend. This was not something that like if you went to Oklahoma, you wouldn't see uh, 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 young men in mini trucks. Like in I the bet in Oklahoma 80s. you would. You're yeah, not going to see him was... in, in Manhattan probably, but, you know, Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I imagine that. like not like on Wall Street, you know, like a, a banker, <laughs> he's getting off work in 1988 and, and yeah. he's like, you know, getting into this little. There's like six bankers in the back in suits, like in the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I think of this as more of a, it's probably more of a country thing or a suburb thing. Um and kind of a hick thing and not really in urban settings. Whereas like you would see the equivalent of this in like a more urban setting might be a 64 Impala or a Mustang 5.0 or something like that. Yeah, we couldn't afford that kind of stuff. I just don't think I want to get a mini truck. I would like to have, uh, there are times sure. in my life when I would like to have a little bit of uh, storage space or, you know, like a, a carrying capacity. And a mini truck would grant me that. that I'm just saying I would like to get a small size truck. I wouldn't I wouldn't be cruising up and down the boulevard here in, in the town I live. But, it, you know, it would be nice to have maybe. So I think I'm you're gonna... missing the point of the mini truck. <laughs> I know, but but I'm, I'm we got to rank the mini truck on it. It's not a utility idea. vehicle. But you, it it's took about you showing out. So you could get education, man. No, this is about showing out. Point. It's about being parked. <laughs> it's not about driving it around. Okay, okay. It's being parked and playing your sound system. I mean, you're thinking about like loading up some like mulch in the back. That's not what it's about, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it just shows like half as much mulch as a regular truck, which which is all the mulch I need. How much mulch could I have anyway? I mean, this is just showing that you you know your perspective is skewed, my friend. Okay, okay. Growing up in the rarefied air, <laughs> West of Dora, it's like yeah. come down to the flatlands, you know. And I just this just reminded me that probably the finest example of a mini truck that I ever saw was the one. <laughs> There was a guy in the days of the crappy, which is where Jake lived and we hung out in the early 90s. There was a guy who had a mini truck and he went to jail and left the mini truck 
at the crappy because he had to do a bid <laughs> county. And so we had a yeah. mini truck sitting out in the parking lot that we could admire and like even use. I believe we used it a little bit. Yeah. I remember having yeah. it had, it had to, what they call bed dance, which is hydraulics in the bed. Hell yeah. And we put Aaron Gardner in the back and made it do bed dance while he was rolling around in the back there. Um, Chris, you want you want to elaborate on this? The, the most important thing about it, other than the bed dance, was the name of the the truck, uh, which was spray painted. I think was it on the back windshield or was it on? It the was tailgate? on the back windshield. It wasn't spray painted. It was like a, a pro ass decal. Yeah, it was a decal. Yeah, sorry. Um, it said sudden impact. Oh, yes, like the <laughs> yeah, like the Moton Philly group. <laughs> wow, yeah. was sudden impact in a different color or was there like a different color? Was it purplish. Like yeah, it, it, and it, I want to say when you open. The driver door didn't it say smooth up in you along the inside it did, it did. of the of yes. the driver door, like in like some other the, script. Yeah, we could only see it if the door was open. Yeah. Um you couldn't even see it from the inside. It was like a special closed. surprise. You, you open the driver door, smooth up in you. And this thing was like, I mean, to have bed hydraulics, I mean that's like advanced for many trucks what in Utah. What was yeah. the interior like? Was there was there upholstery? Was it like a, a I think know. it was pretty good. Yeah, it was I mean, it was nice. He probably focused mainly on the exterior, but well, you put smooth up in you, and I would imagine, like, you know, you want to have a nice interior as well. It's funny, like, who the fuck was this guy? I only remember this guy as by his name, his nickname, Sudden Impact, which we gave him because of the car he drove. And he said, but I'm going to was... jail. You can you can hold on to this truck for a while. Like, just make sure it doesn't get towed or something. I don't know if he just didn't have anywhere to park it. Yeah, yeah he's like, we don't even know. I mean, he doesn't know family or friends. He, like, parks it. And also, this place, you know, the crappy was not somewhere you want to park your car. Like, that's the last <laughs> yeah. place. The last I wouldn't park my freaking 10-speed there. Like, in fact, people <laughs> tried to park their 10-speed there, and you saw what happened to their 10-speeds. You know, they got jumped off some makeshift ramps and trashed. <laughs> yeah. Like, so... Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, I think I think pissed. I'm ready to rank the mini truck. I think I am too. One note, I, other note I had is is that in, in Ukiah, at least I don't know if this, this is everywhere, but like we talked about them like blasting rap songs, especially bass heavy rap songs. But like where we were, I think it would be maybe not just as common, but pretty common to also hear them blasting like Garth Brooks or some shit like that. Um, because like they did kind, of, they were kind of a hick thing. I mean, they were both uh, hicks had them and non hicks had them, I guess too. And and, and in Ukiah, like there's some people who are hick jock gangsters, anyways. That's a good crossover. So. Yeah, that that explains it. I I feel like when I remember mini trucks, the music that I remember would be bass heavy, and when it got up close, I'd say, oh, it's two live crew. It would be yeah, two live but, crew but, would would have been crucial. And it would have been the record, not it would be as nasty as they want to be record, or maybe even the one before that. Uh, hey, we want some P asterisk 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 Y, right? Party. Those are the base most because that was the first Miami sound that kind of made it over to yeah the West Coast, or at least to us. And we're and in a rural area, the so most yeah. Base. yeah, yeah. Um, we got to put mini trucks on this list. I just saw yeah. something called dong bongs. I think it should be somewhere around that. <laughs> Personally, well, that's my call. We could. We don't know what dong bongs are, so we, we had to kind of guess it where we ranked. Where them. were dong bongs at? Number two hundred twenty-six. Game. They're it's pretty, pretty low. low because yeah. I hate double stuff Oreos, and they're right by that. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Awful, awful cookie. Bottom tier cookie. Yeah. So yeah, dong bongs and, are two twenty-six. And do you think? And, that, I, I feel like so, that's kind of low. For, yeah, this list over trucks. here, uh, Jade. You got to understand. Like, it's also where Lincoln logs are. When Jake was a little boy, his mother would threaten him that she was going to give him Lincoln logs for Christmas if he didn't act right. So well, fuck, I had Lincoln Logs. What the fuck? <laughs> that was probably like my finest toy. Oh, and Jake was getting threatened with it? Like I had actual logs from the forest <laughs> to play with. And then like when I got Lincoln Logs, it was like, oh, here's a, at least a log from like a factory. Oh, it has that grooves like, in it so I can. Yeah. Uh, if I was, didn't behave, they were going to take your Lincoln Logs and give them to me. Oh, well. 
That so is, that is that, up for both of us. That section of the list yeah. is generally speaking things we don't like that much. Although mini trucks, I've already said, I I think I it think might they be... can go a little bit higher. They're kind of fun. Yeah, you got to be in this one that was parked in front of your place, and Jade got to go uh, was was driven to college in one from time to time. Yeah, yeah Jade owes his associate's degree to it. Yeah, exactly. Truck. You owe it to this I mini know. truck. Okay, well then, um, all right. Okay, what about something like PG thirteen oh. number two hundred? That's the rating for movies. There, there's some good things about it. It's some, it's necessary sometimes. Uh, it's kind of limiting sometimes, and sometimes you'll be watching something. You're like, why is this PG thirteen? How come there people getting cut everywhere, but there's no blood at all? How come they yeah. only say shit one time? You know, a PG thirteen is a coward's rating. We don't like that. <laughs> is a mini truck a coward's truck? No, because. Uh, no. Because, in fact, I would say it's a brave man's truck because anyone can have a lifted Ford F-150. You know, that's just fitting in. A mini truck is like a rebel. That's like, you know, Sigma mindset right there. Oh, a free thinker. Yeah. Also, you got to be ready to to throw down on anybody that like leans on your truck with their rivets and their jeans and whatnot and scratches it up. So I think it's a brave man's truck as well. Well, maybe you're mistaken like truculence with bravery. Just because you want to fight that does truculence on the back of your mini truck. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. Truculence. Like you don't know what it means, but you're just like, (laughs) but it's truculence with a K. So it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, spell exactly. it out. Okay, so um, um, let's move a little higher. At 124, then. we got the Volkswagen Bug, also a type of vehicle. Volkswagen Bug, man, the wildly impractical too, because they 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 break down, you know? It can't be higher than the Volkswagen Bug. I mean, I have like a, a soft spot for the Volkswagen Bug. So I kind of agree with yeah. that. All right, so if the ceiling is 124, and what was the one you said it has to be better than? And number 200. So 120, yeah. somewhere between, That's let's narrow pretty, it down a little more. Range here. Uh, well, here's one that always uh, that that uh, is a good uh, divider for Phil is Spaceballs 157. Phil likes most things more than Spaceballs. I'm happy putting it above Spaceballs because I, I like to put anything above Spaceballs. I think it's too high. Check and... this out. At 143, we have the musical group that recorded the song that includes a reference to the, the band Sudden, Sudden Impact. Impact. You're talking about Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah. Belle Biv DeVoe. That's right. right. That that sounds like a good place for it. I, I think it does too. And look, right below that is Warner Brothers large graphic cartoon T-shirts, with, which I like for a lot of the same like the emotions that make me like mini trucks, and they have a lot of the same style of art on them as well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind good, of a piece. A like you could imagine driving a mini truck wearing a Warner Brothers large graphic cartoon T-shirt yeah. and, oh, and slamming Doomy by Belle Biv DeVoe at the same 100%. time. So. Uh, Mini trucks go in at 144, moving Warner Brothers large graphic cartoon t-shirts to 145. Um, And let's take a break and we'll come back and rank the next thing. The next topic was submitted by a listener, Jeremiah C. And this is, uh, the way he wrote it was Fritch's Mustache from the Loose Change album. Um, we can sort of shorten it to Fritz's mustache. Well, you had different mustaches over time, right? No, Sometimes you had, had a little had, Carrie Elwes look. I only had the one mustache, it, uh, unless you count later times when I had it, uh, when I had a beard, and if you include that with it. But no, the, I only ever really had the one mustache. Um, I want to just for for listeners that this might be some confusing shit to them. Um, uh, we'll start by explaining that Fritz is a nickname that many people still call me by. Um, not all listeners to the podcast will know me by that. Um, I don't use it that much anymore because it confuses people and. Uh, I think Jake is a better name. Mm. Fritch is good because it, it <laughs> has debatable. that itch. How many how many names have that ch- sound in them? There's, yeah, and there's lots it's of Jakes. True. I mean, how many Jakes are there in the world? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just to me, it's like Jake sounds way sexier and smarter, uh, uh, more attractive in general. I don't know. Fritch um, sounds like a sexy, smart, attractive guy. <laughs> I, when I hear the name, I'm like, who, who's that? The problem is Fritch Rhymes a bitch. Anyways, let's, yeah. let's keep oh, on. Oh, that's true. Uh, that uh, is true. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the real problem is, is it my ex-stepfather's. Last name is Fritz, and that just would confuse people. Who think it's my last name, all this shit, and it's easier to go by your first name. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So this refers to a mustache that I had when I was a teenager that appeared on the disc of a CD for the band Loose Change, which Jade was in. The CD was D for Delinquent was the name of the album. It was came out in 1998, but the picture is from 1991, I think is my guess, or 1990. So how um, old are you in the pick? In the pick, I'm 16 or 17. It's my junior year. Because it looks like a grown man's mustache. Uh, you look like the guy from Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. You you like yeah. it, you look like a grown man with a, a real mustache, and you realize what, yeah. how much a mustache can make a teen look at like an adult, you know, and look, a dirty man too. It look a, a lecherous man. <laughs> yeah. Even in the '90s, and maybe even well, in the '90s, Ukiah a mustache in high school was was kind of a rarity. You didn't see a yeah, lot. Yeah, I was going to say for context because because. This is like it might be hard for people to, people to get this today, but like this is a time and place where mustaches weren't particularly in vogue. Like it's it's out of place. Um, it was unusual. I'm, I remember seeing I remember seeing you. I said, "Who is that?" Like I, you know, me too. I was I was a younger kid, right? So I was like, "Who is this guy? Who is this man walking around with this mustache?" It was threatening. I saw you, and well before I met you, I think you were a freshman, in fact, and you had a mustache, and I was, was looking at you, me, yeah. and I didn't know who you were, but I was like. Why does this guy have a freaking mustache and he's a freshman? What was the thinking behind growing the mustache for you as as a teen? When I was younger, I was like, well, you know, I could buy cigarettes that much easier. I'll look cool. Uh, uh, um, now, we also, get it. I, now I get it. When my freshman year, later in my freshman year, I got a girlfriend got, that carried all the way through to the beginning of my junior year who told me not to shave it. Didn't want me to shave it. I was going to so, say that you got some positive feedback or something from, from, from a girl. and then you Yes. Uh, yeah. And I, I got to say, like, prepping for this whole episode is like, has caused me some self-reflection in me. Uh, and I'm not well going to get too self-indulgent with it, but I might talk more about myself than normal. You want us to be critical or supportive? What do you want? No, it doesn't matter. I'm very critical of this thing. We're here for you. So the picture was taken sometime in 1991, right? Um, technically, the guy in the picture is not Fritch because... True. I hadn't oh, you didn't that have nickname that nickname yet. yet. Yeah. Oh, I got a question for you, that. and this goes to the core of identity, Jake, and I, I worry yeah. maybe this is a little too... A big of a topic, but like when you look That's at because I think the identity and all this. Okay, stuff, all this when you look at an old picture of yourself, is that yeah. you? Is, are you looking at a picture of yourself? Meaning, there's a continuity of self between the time that picture was yeah, taken yeah. and now. And the kid in that picture with that mustache, can you remember seeing things as he saw them, or are you a totally? You know how like all the cells in your body are different, but like yeah, every day led into the next one after the other. There was never a time no. when you didn't become that guy. So that, are you still that guy? Look at. Look at this gleeful Joy DeVive guy here, this Ricardo <laughs> Montalban. Like, you know, I don't think there's much left in this, this young receiver <laughs> for us today. Like, so also embedded in the topic, the submission by Jeremiah, is also the concept of Fritch, which is like another thing having to do with identity. Both of these things are. Um, when I imagine myself as a 16-year-old, I like erase the mustache from the picture. And when I, it's like jarring to me when I see it. Then I get like this weird revulsion and, and um, I actually learned the, the word anti-nostalgia today, which is like the sense of embarrassment and revulsion you get when you see old pictures. And like that sort of <laughs> comes into this as well. I can really only look at the What about if you read something you wrote? Like, or appreciate it ironically. What's that? You read something that you wrote, like you write something and then Same, yeah. you yeah. look at it and you're like, yeah. oh my God. Like, you know, even like uh, as a programmer, like I look at the things that I wrote a year ago and I'm cringing, you know, and it's not even like, it's not words. It's just like. It you know it's just code in there, but it's like it's it's ugly stuff, man. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm so ashamed of myself. Or something I said, or recording of my own voice on the answering machine, or something like that. Those sort of emotions are playing into that for this. Also, going back to like the sense of identity and whatnot. So the concept of Fritch, like this person, that's kind of compartmentalized as somebody you know with him. Even though I still have it in my email, like on my Twitter handle, like I still it's somebody that like 
I've, I've mostly moved away from that nickname, and so it's compartmentalized as a guy oh, within that me. That mustache is in and there. Then, that is, he's in there still. Come on. The mustache is compartmentalized as a guy within the, the fridge concept. So it's like a fucking Russian nesting doll, you know? Yeah, it's like let's when Spider-Man, all, I mean, not only is he Spider-Man, but he has a, a different costume on as Spider-Man. Let's yeah, also man. not just focus on this image of you. Let's also focus on the fact that we were so into the idea of roasting our friend that we put this picture on our CD for no yeah. reason other than to roast him. <laughs> yeah. It does nothing for us yeah. as a band, has no, no meaning to the music or anything. It's just like, how can we make fun of our friend more? Let's put this embarrassing <laughs> picture on a CD forever. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thought process. Do you call that toxic? No, no, that's very okay. good. I mean, I go back, the, I, I look back on the, some of the ways we behave towards each other and other people when we were, you know, that obviously 18, comes 19, out of 20. love, man. You don't put a picture of somebody. True, like, that's a good to, point. And I, I never felt that way. Just to hurt them. Well, <laughs> well, you know, to, I mean, the very first time, I mean, to digress a little bit, the very first time I met you, Fritch, aka Jake. You were sitting on the curb outside the Wilson house and, and I had no, you know, I didn't know who you were and we walked up and you were drunk and we were kind of ribbing you a little bit because you were drunk and sitting on the curb by yourself. Yeah. And someone's like, this guy had a mustache in high school. And then we just went <laughs> off and then like, that was my entree to you and you were very good natured about it. So like, you know, we, I think that like made me be like, oh, this guy's cool. How did I get there? I wonder, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Um, you were at the end of the block, drunk, middle of the night, sitting by yourself. Strange. I must've been with somebody who just bailed or something like that. I will say that when I shaved the mustache off, which happened uh, in near the end of my uh, junior year, so spring 1991, I had to do it because I was cast as Little Abner in the, the High School Musical. And Mr. oh, I was Mr. in it with you. You were. I know what you're talking uh, about, Mr. Yeah, Allen. Drama um, kids. So if you hadn't got cast in that play, you'd probably still have it today. And you'd be looking yeah, he, good. He, he might have cast me for that role just because he knew it would make me shave the mustache. Yeah, that's smart casting. I kind of think you should grow it back. I know you've, you've, you've dabbled in that from time to time no, in the no, past. No. I think it was a good look, no. though. Listen, shaving it changed the world for me. It opened up a whole new world for me. People started <laughs> taking me seriously. Girls who wouldn't uh, yeah. have been into me were into me before. She was trying like, to tell people... you grow a mustache because she knew it was making you less attractive. Yeah, she was gaslighting him. Yeah, you're probably right. People who were too cool for the mustache guy, like Jade, would start hanging out with me. Oh. And I became less of a joke. The past me was still a joke. I was like in on the joke now, like looking at pictures of, of the me that had a mustache. So it was Okay, cool, so it's not on the list now, but there's another picture of you I really like, which is the picture of you where you got poison oak all over your face and oh, your God. face swole up. <laughs> I've never seen that one. I love it. I love it's it. Bad. You don't you I can't even trying... tell it's me. <laughs> Man, I'll find my... it for you and show but, it. I mean... My son was trying to sleep and I and I and I was trying to explain it to him. He's like I was like, hey. There's a funny pic you got to see sometime where you know Jake. He... <laughs> so I, I get... didn't just get poison oak on my face. I you inhaled smoke poison oak I, smoke. I or something, ingested right? poison oak. That's the night that I give you the right. No, home. no, no, no. That's a different night. I got poison oak really bad that night. No, this is in Santa Cruz. Um, this night I had actually been camping with my grandparents and my mom, and I used a, a piece of poison oak to roast my marshmallows on, and uh... it just and got it like through my whole <laughs> body, and was oh, like it was a bad. It was a bad week. I eventually had to go to the emergency room get a, a steroid shot that, isn't that so got rid of it. But so yeah, I, I, so I was just laughing at his pain. Jade, you're talking about the time that I was once again drunk and I ate a cool relaxer that was in the back seat of your yes, car. Yes, and that like I still to this day marvel at that the fact that <laughs> I thought it was yogurt, man. It's like if you find yogurt in the back in the, yes, in the floorboard laying, of the back seat of somebody's car, and it was my car too. My car is known to have <laughs> insane trash. Zombie hamburgers that were in there for like three years. You're in the backseat of my car. You stuck your hand down and felt something that had yogurt-like consistency. And you said, I'm going to eat this. And Wait, it was, what was it? It was, it was Sean Travis's it was, cur, like Afro Sheen Curl Relaxer. 
And he he, he ate it because he thought it was yogurt, as if that's better. Like, here's some some car yogurt. Here's some floorboard yogurt. Let me eat this floorboard yogurt from, like, this car that's known to have gross shit all over the floorboards. Curl relaxer is pretty toxic stuff, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, man, I like to experiment with stuff. You know, I need to have all the experiences. (laughs) <laughs> so you guys want to rank it can, yeah, we, can I'm we do ready, it i'm ready to rank it man so we're not I gotta say i'm somebody ambivalent about it i can only praise it ironically which is weird to do to oneself is there another mustache on here i think someone else's mustache is on here no no there's been it's been submitted tom, tom selleck's Selleck mustache, mustache isn't on here oh, or anything no but chest hair is oh yeah as a substance mm-hmm. that's at number 178 well it's okay. definitely better than howard the duck the movie yeah where's howard the duck 214 i'm fine with that but that's about where my like comfort well, level it's better of it than is that with. yeah it's better than barry know. bonds but then again i'm you know oh. i can't i won't oh, argue yeah. with that i don't uh, barry bonds has some has some problems barry bonds at 191 191 um i'm trying to find something that makes me cringe the way why is theodore does. roosevelt so far down that's like your hero uh, uh, yeah, he's a problematic guy in the philippines start this war in the philippines you know and, and yeah, I, like i'm obsessed with him as a character but i don't think he can I, there's issues putting him much higher i mean any president would practically be that way yeah um, but he in particular is like a real, real imperialist. And the war in the Philippines, like hundreds of thousands of innocent people died. Um, okay. okay. I have to really, really judge you as a person based on what's below Theodore Roosevelt then. I mean, you think Hulk Hogan uh, is a worse well, monster than Theodore Roosevelt? He's not a worse monster. It's just that what did Hulk Hogan do? Like he, he brought Hulkamania, right? But like Hulk Hogan is not my favorite wrestler of that era even, you know? Teddy Roosevelt's got some great stories. He did do the charge up San Juan Hill and then no, had I mean, had Hulk Hogan a, is then, a piece of shit. I mean- yeah. yeah. So, also, Teddy Roosevelt got shot uh, wait, we uh, in the chest above him, do we? and gave his speech um, while he had a bullet in his chest still. So there's fun parts about him, too. I think he was um, powered by racism. Though. That's why he was able to give that speech. Are you talking about Hulk Hogan or are you talking about Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> well, I both of them. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Jake's mustache wasn't powered by racism, so it should go higher up. No, no, it was not. So how about let's look at Spaceballs again. Now, I like this mustache of yours from this record. And I don't like Spaceballs. So I'm going to want to put it above Spaceballs. I don't know if, if you could agree with me. Um, does John Candy uh, have a have a mustache in Spaceballs? I don't remember. He doesn't. Um, oh, no, but, but he's Mel Brooks a dog. does. No, but so so this is where I actually start to cringe a little bit. Like Spaceballs is something that I I liked when I first saw it, and I've and I, I still like. There's some parts of it that I kind of like, but I've watched it recently when we ranked it, and I was like, ah, no, it's not that great. Um, I think around Spaceballs, in my opinion, is sort of a good place for it. But you know, there's three of us, and you guys can. Does Ice Cube have a mustache? Number one fifty nine. He has a mustache. He right? has a goatee. I feel like he's continued to have continually had a mustache since the first time I ever saw him. I think I've never seen his upper lip. I think he's had a goatee the whole time. I don't think we could really say that's a mustache. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't. He has a a Van Van Dyke, is what he has. All right, all right. So starting once we get to one fifty eight, I'm going to start backing off and let you guys sort of, as long as we can go, uh, like I guess above or around that. So you're putting um, a ceiling at Spaceballs. You don't want it to go any higher than that. You say starting around there is where I'm comfortable with it being, like relatively around there. So at this point, I'll let you guys. My son is my son is ten years old. That means in six years he could be growing a mustache like that and having that look on his face. Maybe less, dude. I started when I was thirteen. Oh God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Phil, you have a pretty significant five o'clock shadow there. So yeah, exactly. Like I'm a pretty hairy individual. Is that Italian? So what is, what's that from? Oh, it's like uh, Anglo and Jewish. So it's like you know, uh, uh, it's hairy. Okay, well let's um, let's put this thing at like right below Spaceballs. I mean, you know, how do you really compare? Yeah, it's tough. I'm, I'm we, fine with that. That's right, great. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, Fritch's mustache goes in at number one fifty nine. Moving Ice Cube to one sixty. And let's take a break and we'll go on and rank the next thing. 
Okay, so the last thing we're going to rank uh, is this was submitted by uh, the listener Jorge. It's Kerplunk by Green Day. It's an album, a, a record. Oh, I know this record. Yeah, I do too. Um, this is Green Day's second record, second full length record, released in December '91. It's got the picture of the girl, on the the cartoon of the girl on the front with the yeah. with that little. Yeah. It it does, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great, great album artwork. Great album artwork. Um, it's very '90s, very like indie comics. Um, and she's got a smoking gun. Apparently, it was abandoned some places because of this. Oh, I thought she had like one of those little lighters, then, like you uh, you light up a, a cigarette with it. Yeah, it's a gun. No, no, it's a smoking yeah. gun. And on the backside of it is a guy with a bullet in his. Like, oh, a, a, a I don't, I don't remember shot. the album art. Um, um, do you think that like? You like it more than you like the doggy style um, um, album art because I know you're a big fan of that album art and you love that. <laughs> and you, you you follow that guy. And I everything. think I do like. I don't like. I'm not. Oh, I'm okay. not such a big just, fan. I just that. know that that's a that's some album art that you're a really big fan of. I do like it more than the doggy style album art. Um, so for listeners that don't know, uh, released 1991. Phil's a junior. I'm a senior. Jade has just graduated. Graduated. Um, it's on Lookout Records. <laughs> Indie. Record. I had dropped out <laughs> yeah. years before even. Jade was already. I in, think um, I was just a uh, freshman uh, in, in school, but in '91. But I remember it coming out, and I feel like the were, way okay. I heard it was, I want to say Victor had it, had the record. He said, "Hey, you listen to that stuff. Take that yeah. stuff off." And he knocked it out of my tape deck, and he said, "Put this in." You know, and he, and, he, and I said, "Wow, this is really good." Yeah, he knocked out two live crew cassette. Yeah. Right, and, out of your and we were cruising up and down in the yeah. mini truck. Yeah, and he said, "Take that out." And I just, I feel like that must have been how I heard it. It was, it was in the round. It was a very popular record. Oh yeah, the record it was, before uh, it had it, been like. There had been like an EP or something before that, though, right? That was their second record. So their first record yeah. was 39 Smooth, which is also a killer So record. I remember that one being around. Yeah. It must have been that when this record came out, it was anticipated. I would think so, yeah. And this, there was also right before that, there was um, Sweet Children EP that had come out. And for the, the songs from that EP, if you had the um, the CD or the or the cassette of uh, Kerplunk, those songs were included on the, were at the end of the CD and cassette. You bumped this record? Frequently? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, this was played so much when it came out around me and by me. It's probably the first punk album I really like. I mean, I was, I'm pretty much a poser. So it's probably the first punk album that I really got into and listened to a lot of. My first band with Nick 13, we played with Green Day three times and all three times were yeah. on Kerplunk. So like the week this record came out, we played with Green Day and Katati and and we, oh, shit, I remember really dri- we were driving to, yeah, we're driving to Katagi Cabaret listening to this. It just come out. We we're getting so amped because yeah. we're like, we're playing with Green Day tonight. This new proper album just dropped. It's so good. Listen to it the whole way down. Played yeah. with them on the record. Listen to it the whole way back. And that was, you know, because Green Day was essentially a local band at that time. The local band of like the yeah. of Northern California or slash Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so like we we would yeah. see them all the time. Like if a bigger band like Bad Religion came through, Green Day would be the one that would be opening. But like we also got to open for some of those bands, you know, just being scrubs. And it was cool because it was like on their sort of like best album, in my opinion. That was when I first started um like leaving Ukiah, like going to the next county over to see shows was like some of those shows. Like that that Katati Cabaret one that Jade's talking about. I chipped my tooth in the fucking pit at that one during Influence 13, not not Green Day, but yeah, like that was that that record. Well, first off, it sold ten thousand copies in its first day of release. Well, Jade was one of those copies. He was just telling you he had it. Record. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't actually too. buy uh, it. I wasn't gonna go that far. I mean, <laughs> listen to someone else's copy. I mean, you know, I'm, I've never been uh, a supporter of a purchased music. Oh, <laughs> uh, you like you were you were bootlegging uh, kind of stuff. <laughs> I was just even in '91. I was like, when are we gonna be able to like quote unquote download stuff? Yeah, I want to get these BitTorrents. I got to get these things <laughs> running. I got to get them up up and yeah. host them, see them. When are they going to invent Bentorit? Jade wanted to invent borrowing my Paul's Boutique fucking cassette and keeping it for five years. Um, well, you know who borrowed but, that from me is Smith. 
Smith borrowed it from me, so oh, it's, it's been bitch. reborrowed. AKA so there's nothing you can do about it, Jake. Anymore, so you <laughs> take it up with him. Yeah, I will. Got to talk um, to the man upstairs. So like this, this like the, the the record put so much energy into like our like whatever scene, our little small town scene, and like the Bay Area scene. I imagine I wasn't getting further than fucking usually Petaluma, um, and then like the U.S. as well. They would they been nationally it, like, on DIY that record tour. though? Like did that um, record it, go off? Around the country, it made him be like they eventually. That's when they. That's when they started yeah, blowing because I mean yeah. this this record, the success of this record, is what caused them to get signed to a major and then do Dookie, which is you know the biggest record ever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember, I remember yeah. like one of the things about this record is it was the first time because we've been listening to punk for many years at this point, but it was the first record that like you had, I had girls that weren't punk or into punk, just normal girls in in you know high school or college or whatever started listening mm-hmm. to quote-unquote punk and it was like whoa that's a seismic this shift is so different like yeah it was a seismic shift because you know we're listening to black flag and dead kennedys and like no one no girls wanted to listen to that and then you know therefore yeah. there was no girls that wanted to really hang around with us so you know this was like a whole different yeah. thing oh it changed everything also i want to digress on one little point which is the show that we played with green day Anker plunk at katati cabaret you know, I was like really pumped on it. So I had to get a fit on, you know, I wanted to get a fit off, if you nice. will. And <laughs> I went to Goodwill. I went to Salvation Army and got this. I found this long sleeve polyester button up shirt that had an all over print of Looney Tunes characters, but like a little small ones. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. sweet. And Hell it yeah. was like, it was brown. And so I got that, cut the sleeves off. So it was a short sleeve. I wore a turtleneck under it. And I was like, oh, man. This is like yeah. next level. I'm gonna hit the stage. I'm Number gonna hit nine, the stage man. in this thing, and it's gonna be over for y'all. <laughs> Did it breathe? I but, imagine it wouldn't have breathed with that, like having a turtle. No, it was terrible. Yeah. It looked, it looked terrible. It did not feel nice to have on your body <laughs> everything about it was the wrong choice but i thought i was getting off the fit of the century and like you know I, when, was from not. here and you describe it just in the abstract that i thought oh that could work that makes sense i could see you pulling it off no it didn't work you got to recreate it, it though. you got to yeah. recreate that fit i mean the freaking turtleneck underneath an undeniable drip i don't though. know what the thought yeah i don't know what the thought process was there but you know why not i respect it though Punk rock turtleneck. I, I respect it though thank you jade what would you say that is a best track on that album do you have a favorite that's tough i mean probably 2000 light years away the opening track that's like yeah. one of green day's best songs ever and in fact we yeah and all the iterations of bands i've been in we've always like covered green day for fun or for you know for real like even afi mm-hmm. to this day at soundcheck we'll play green day songs in fact we'll play 2000 light years away at soundcheck sometimes yeah i've listened to it a couple times in the last couple of days and I got to say, it's either that song, but all this. Is that the right move to put the best song? To put the best song, either that one as the as the like as the first track. Like you make records, Jay. Do you do you say like this is the best song? We're gonna put this at the at the number one spot. Like Derek Jeterbat's number one. You know, the best song is gonna be the first song. What's the thinking that goes on in there? I mean, the thinking back then was a lot different because nowadays, if you have a single, you're not gonna put your single first usually, and you know, you might put if you have a ballad, you're gonna put it in a certain position, like halfway through the record, and there's a certain song that might go last. But they probably just were like, here's a here's a great great song, short, punchy, up tempo, perfect first song. And they're right because, but everything on there is short and punchy and and great, except for Dominate Love Slave, which is weak and. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, that's the worst song on the album. That like it's kind of throwaway. That's like the, like it was pretty common at the time for punk albums. I feel like to have one like jokey spoof silly song stuff. On it, right? Well, I like the fact that you know, like Trey Cool. That was Trey Cool's song. He wrote 
the lyrics right. to that and maybe the music as well. But And he's from Willits. And so I always thought like he's bringing this yep. Willits energy to the record, which, you know, it otherwise <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have had. And it's such Willits energy too. It's like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just like, it's so perfect. And so I, I appreciate it on that level. Me too. And it's, I mean, at the time I thought it was fun. Like, you know, like now it's, I would, I might skip over it, but um, at the time I thought it was fun. It's got also got slow songs on it, which is uncommon for punks. I mean, that's why girls liked it to some degree, I think, is because it had like love songs or whatever. A couple of those on it. Um, it's a pretty rad album. A really rad album. Do we yeah, have other yeah, albums I, on like, here on this list? We don't have any albums on here. We do have other music on here. Um, I want to say, so like, I can't really, like, I don't have the vocabulary to talk really much critically about, about music, but it's like, you know, it's it's pop punk. It's, it's early and... Um, maybe best example of pop punk. It's uh, super energetic, melodic. Um, currently not on the list, but like sort of looming large for me in this is um, another massive album that came out right around the same time. It's weird how many how many great records came out right then. Um, Nevermind came out just a few months before, and I really like both both records. But like, I feel like Kerplunk is like the fucking antidote to Nevermind. Like Nevermind, like Kerplunk's like super joyous, playful, optimistic. It's fun and sunny you know like i like i think of a, of a great summer day driving in a car like it's it was to me it's like really the, the soundtrack of 19 of the summer well, wait, you're saying it's it, maybe the whole you're year talking about though it's great that like it's such a coincidence that all these songs happen to come out when you were coming of age like everybody feels like that man you talk to a kid uh, yeah. 10 years older or 10 years younger like it, i'm not saying it's a great record well, but but like uh let's not let's not let's try to like uh take ourselves out of our own experience there's no way i can divorce that fair enough the, the feeling it gives me and then nostalgia from where i'm gonna rank it and also i think it's objectively like a fucking yeah, really yeah. great album and know? that's yeah. the other thing is like um, because we're rec we're just talking about this one record it's gonna go higher on the list than it would if you because we're not talking about the whole body of work of this of this of this band you know all together yeah yeah i would think so because we totally. it's the best album i think there's a consensus among the three of us yeah it's neck and neck yeah, with the yeah, first I, one for I, me I, I but would i would so. i would probably say it's my favorite green day record yeah and it's, again because of like context it's um like maybe dookie's even a better album i don't know but like i i i, I don't have the objectivity to to be able to tell that i mean this this album came out the year i graduated high school the year me and jay were first becoming friends i just fucking yeah. got into my mustache oh, tie, tie it back in you know, okay well think about so, this oh. i think we, could, we should compare <laughs> yeah. it to something else so things that could compare to albums are like movies right you can compare a movie to an album or which there are several of on here because I think so yeah because it's like it's it's a singular body of work that uh you know that has that has some depth to it because i feel weird re like comparing it to uh to another act or another or another band or another artist okay so here's here's something that i uh, i agree with you about movies something that i think is comparable as well uh, because it's a collection of body work um that I would have trouble maybe putting it above is uh, at number twelve or number twenty one rather Watchmen the comic book. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Now, the Watchmen is like probably the best example of anything in this specific medium. Which yeah or like really at the very least wildly influential. But you could also say the same thing about the uh, about yeah. Kerplunk. Like if Kerplunk doesn't come out, it's it's True, a different about world. about the genre. But not media. Well, I gotta say, I like her plunk better than bicycles. Oh, is it because of what happened with two ten speed? It's a crappy. <laughs> that wasn't my ten speed. Wait, where, where, where do we got bicycles oh, okay. here? <laughs> Number four. Oh, I got bicycles, bicycles really high. high so there. you're looking higher. So that might have to be a blind spot for you, it's Jake. Like, I, don't, seems... I don't have nothing against bicycles per se, but like, do I care about bicycles? I'd rather listen to her plunk than ride a bicycle. What about and uh, what about Clement Street? Like, what's on Clement Street? I, oh, well, oh, we, we, got we used to live on Clement Street. We love it there. No, 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 they, they no. banned it there. Come on. What's the best thing on Clement Street? Uh, Hero Club. Uh, uh, the variety Jason store. Man's house. 
where, where, uh, I, where I, the building the, where I used to live in Rafisa, uh, the, the Green the Apple cafe Books, where I met my wife. Um, you know, what do you need? Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, uh, what if I needed to get a grande coffee? You could get that. Um, you got you a star- go to, they got a Starbucks. You go to Danube. You could go to the. Uh, uh, Where's the closest Starbucks? The closest Starbucks is about a quarter yeah. of a mile away. Maybe plenty a of cafes less, there. Uh, by my I house, don't know, I, I don't right know now. what that's doing. On number. You six, go to Boomer Superstar. I need a grande coffee. I you know I'm like. Am I going to find that at Red Apple Books or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm getting truculent. <laughs> Jade's making me yeah, truculent. You need to take your truculence down. All right. So, would you, okay. so, so, Jade, I want to ask you this because there's, there's a couple of things here that you're having trouble putting it above. But um, is there anything in the, in the top 10 that you would have trouble putting it below? Or maybe I mean to say the reverse. I mean, Dr. Doom. Dr. Um, Doom is a good villain, Dr. man. Doom's- so let's say it's this. Like, so so yeah, the highest I mean, ranking music on here is number 23, Midnight Train to Georgia. That's a great. Would you think Kerplunk should be above that song? But that's just one song that, you know, like. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to. That's a great song. It's but It's kind of hard. I personally am happy with putting it above that, that song, to be honest. Um, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I put it above Harry Styles. Yeah, at 17. Like, I, feel I, would, like, I would too. I feel like Harry Styles. Jeez, why is Harry Styles so high on Because uh, we had two he guests got, on that um, we, our, the, our guests, their opinions matter. And we had two and, guests on that helped push that one real high. So, And they had just come back from a Harry Styles show. Yeah. And they had just, it's the first time they had left the house mm. in like two years. So. Well, I think the objectivity isn't there then. You know, you should have maybe like been too like, late. You know, you just came back from a Harry Styles show. Too, we can't yeah, move it now. Just, oh, so this is like set in stone. These oh, are just factors we okay. can't control. It's set okay. in stone. However, we got to draw each other's blood and mix it yeah. into a cup if we want to change any any of the um, positions relative to one another. Now, there, so there is an arduous process we, by which we can rank right. things, but we can only do it every so often. That might that one might get re-ranked eventually. Um, but uh, I, I I agree that even though it puts it above Watchmen, I agree that it could go above Harry Styles. Then we get up to Hank Williams. That's where I start to have a problem, I think. Hank Williams has some... Look, I'm not going to bang for it that hard. Okay. I mean, yeah. you guys have to look at this list every time you do this. So I want you to feel good about this. Well, but, no, I mean, and, you don't you have know, to show us pity. You know, like we, we can handle it. You know, let's find a common yeah. ground here. Yeah, we, we got to find some common ground to stand on. And then okay, we can so, just all sit in the back of the same mini truck together. So how about this? So let's, uh, unless you guys disagree, let's establish a ceiling of Hank Williams at 15. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, where would the floor be? Something we couldn't put it below. Well, you know what? I'm willing to put it above Harry Styles, but below Pickles. Pickles are great, man. And you like to have them on things. Yeah. I and mean, and you that, don't want it, I, that wouldn't mean that we're putting... But I can eat Pickles it, every day, but I'm not going to listen to Kerplunk every day as much as I think it's a good record. I don't. I haven't listened to it in some time. I'm in bread and butter pickles, maybe. You don't like the dills? You like bread and butter or you don't like bread and butter? I love bread and butter pickles. I like them. I like all pickles. Our guests on when we rank pickles... I will fuck up an entire jar of bread and butter pickles. What did it do to you? Did it wreck you? In one sitting. Oh, man. We have a... We had a no, big pickle fan on that helped us rank pickles, and bread and butter was like the one thing that he couldn't fucking. He, he's, a, he's a pickle fanatic, but like with the exception of bread and butter pickles, which is weird to I me. I mean, you know what? I like all pickles, and to say like, you know, it's like being like, I love bread, but like wheat bread sucks. I can't eat yeah. bread. It's like, you know, they're all pickles, I man. You, you gotta. I you. That's kind of how head, I feel. You know, true, true pickle heads know. <laughs> I think I don't like pickles if they're not crispy, but like I like all varieties. I don't like the soft ones though. What oh. do you want one? What's I'll eat a cornichon. Oh. I'll eat, you know, oh, nice. I'll eat shit out of it. Now, and, now you're talking what I like. Yeah, I like those. I like those dill. I like the ones that have been crinkle cut. I don't know what the word for that is, so that they don't fall off the yeah, sandwich. Yeah. Did we? Did we yeah. settle on something? Did we settle on 
pickles? Yeah, uh, we're gonna put them below. Put it below pickles, but above Harry Styles. Okay. No disrespect to Harry Styles either, but we're gonna put uh, this album over. Anybody him. who's interested wants to know about the stuff that doesn't know much about uh, the scene or, or Green Day in general, or, or the the era we're talking about in music. Um, turn it around. The story of East Bay Punk. It's a it's a documentary. Uh, it's great and could really give you a sense of that. Um, I don't know where it's available, but I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, so uh, Kerplunk, the Green Day album, um, goes in at number 17, pretty high, moving Harry Styles to number 18. Jay, we got a picture of you with that turtleneck from from that from that show? <laughs> no, I wish. I think it's only fair because we were talking about Jake and this mustache of his, you know? I wonder if I had the rubber band and the turtleneck too, like Smith style. You know, when your turtleneck starts quitting on you, and you, but you can't afford to get a new one, so you put the rubber band in there. It's like, you know, when you had the, you had the hat in junior high, and you, and, you, and you put the like cardboard behind the front so to keep it like rigid and like nice and like perked. There's little, you know, little life hacks to yeah. being a white trasher that you just had to know. You just had to know these things to get by. Um, <laughs> so, I'm like, man, you can. I feel like you'd be choked out with that much elastic on your neck. Like it puts you in danger. I don't like to put I that. I mean, you got to get the right rubber band. I mean, you're not getting the little shits that are like the one this, from the broccoli. You know? like, like it chokes you. It could choke you and, out. Yeah, we were all pencil necks back then, anyway. So there wasn't that much danger of it. Um. <laughs> I guess we did it, man. We did it. We, we did it. I, I, they said it couldn't be done. They were wrong. Yeah. Um, I knew it could be done. Oh. <laughs> Jade, thanks a lot for being on. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure and honor to have you on. Thanks, man. Honor to be here. Maybe you can come on again another time. We can rank another thing. Sure. Do you want to plug anything? I know AFI's got a newish album uh, out. I, I like to uh, bang once again for bread and butter pickles. I feel like they're getting <laughs> disrespected on this pod, and I'm I'm not here for it. Okay. And so... I think they may be the, actually the finest pickle. You like them more you know, than with dill. Your little dill, with your little dill shit. You know, I know that that's like, you know, the, the, the sort of golden child of the pickle realm, but bread and butter are, you know, I don't, the unsung hero. I don't and get I why like, they're I called like bread and butter, too. though. Is it because you like, they're just regular pickles? They're just like, you that eat is, them like... Uh, it, it is. Because that's the bread and butter of the pickle world, you know, like but that's like, how they make their money. But like, what what makes it... That's how the pickle industry makes their money. That's like, normal people just don't know that. You can look it up, Phil. We looked it up last time, I think, and it has to do with the people that first sold it. That was, um they were they were like sold in a market. They sold the many goods and that was uh the one that, that was, was Oh, the I bread thought and you were supposed to make a sandwich where you put butter and pickles on the sandwich. No. Only. No, that's that's why people that don't like good. it is because they try that. Oh, um, okay. I never tried it, but I, I just assumed that's what people were doing with them. I don't know. Well, maybe you need to rethink your pick. Your little. I come uh, in here your, with biases. You're right, Jade. I come in here with all yeah. these biases. I got to examine the biases, and that's your what we're pickle prejudice to is is frankly disgusting. <laughs> hey, and I'd like to see you, you change. Look for the better. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna resolve to yourself. be. I'm gonna resolve to be a little better. I'm gonna try out some bread and butters and come down out of your your freaking <laughs> North Adora <laughs> Ivory say, Tower. Come down. Come down to freaking Safeway. Look, water runs downhill down, down to Dora Street. I can at least walk down there. Go to the Okeo Market and get uh, and get one of those uh, bread stomach. and butter pickles. <laughs> Wash the bread and butter pickles flat out your own face. <laughs> All right. On that note. Oh, on that note, thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamthing.net for updated list of show notes. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything or anything else to say to us, email us at list at everydamthing.net. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can suggest topics there as well. You can subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen. And our theme is by Jay Puget, who's here right now. Yo. If you enjoyed the show, rate and review it. Uh, send us a screenshot of a five-star review, and we'll bump your submission uh, of your choice to the top of the queue. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, tell a friend about it, all that stuff. Um, go see AFI and Black Audio uh, shows this year. And, and ranks for everything. Ranks for everything. <laughs>